The light of truth has been refracted Pardon me, I guess you've been distracted I assumed you didn't see or else you would've acted Now all your concerns and dying words will be Redacted <laughs> They snuck the censors in behind your mileage taxes It's new school tactics Put into action by an old school fascist Who they portray iconoclastic so keep the Black Lives Matter off your Twitter banner If you proudly voted for a man who's been a Jim Crow bigot since the end of the Jurassic Joe wrote all the classics Joe designed a crime bill with 80-something reasons You deserve a fate that's just the side of gassing He wrote the book on lechery and passing his works were plagiary, the other half inspired by the clan's grandmasters. Joe's in bed with all those ancient racist bastards. He's been their golden boy since Thurman walked the earth, and we'll be feeling all the worst of his disasters for fucking centuries beyond the day he finally does the decent thing and fucks fully off to the hereafter. And I hope I've been wrong about religion all along, and the fate awaiting Biden smells a strong sulfuric acid. But knowing Biden hell may prove to be the more impacted. <laughs> Betcha this will be the one that gets redacted. Oh. The windows closing as you try to let some light in, fighting for redacted. And the enemy is silence. Every man's a garbage patch, no man is an island. And there's never been a bigger piece of shit than Joe. Redacted. <laughs> That was Jesse Jett with the song Redacted. That's off the brand new album, War Crime Jams to Pork 2. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a topical solution for the political revolution, a soundtrack for the resistors, the agitators, and the fighters working for a better world. If you want to make a recommendation or send me a message, head over to polyrical.com find a link there to send an email you also find a link there to recommend a song a topic or an artist for a future episode there's some links there as well to make a donation you can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free and independent i was reading an article recently about uh an effort to estimate the death toll of the so-called war on terror how many people has the war on terror driven primarily by the U.S. empire killed? And it's, it's kind of difficult to have any precision with these kinds of estimates. But there's uh, enough studies and enough detail to make some reasonable or reasonably accurate assumptions. And this particular study... Uh, concluded that conservatively the war on terror led by the U.S. Empire since September 11 has killed 6 million people. From the album called Trust No Leaders, this is the Chronicles of Manimal and Samara with Count the Dead.
living in fear for years. No one to trust. Who do we blame? Millions have died because their leaders gambled with lives. Who are they to decide who lives and who dies? They put wealth over our health. They count us dead while we are alive. They let bodies pile, then feed us lies. topic of the episode topic of the episode for this episode is power power comes in all shapes and sizes there's all kinds of different forces in our society in our economy uh, that have power some that hold power over us and we all have intrinsic power that we can yield in various ways independently or more importantly together Here is an excerpt from a speech given by John Trudell titled, We Are Power. First, a little excerpt about where and when John gave this speech. 
The largest gathering in recent years of indigenous peoples and their supporters took place in the Pahasapa, Black Hills, of South Dakota during the baking hot late summer of 1980. Called the Survival Gathering and organized by Black Hills Alliance, in a brief six days, scores of workshops and plenary sessions were held, covering virtually every aspect of land use, multi-corporate control, political oppression, indigenous self-determination, alternative health, energy, and education. At the opening session of the gathering, American Indian Movement co-founder John Trudell drew together various strands of the emergent people's movements of the last 20 years, put them firmly in the context of an earth-based liberation which indigenous communities have practiced against tremendous odds for hundreds of years. We Are Power by John Trudeau I'd like to thank you all for coming to this place and I'd like to give thanks for being welcomed here myself. And I would like to talk tonight in honor of all of us in the struggle who have lost our relations to the spirit world. I would like to talk in honor of the wind, one of the natural elements. This is a survival gathering, and one of the things I hope you all learn while you are here is to appreciate the energy and power that the elements are, that of the sun, the rain, and the wind. I hope you go away from here understanding that this is power, the only real true power. This is the only real true connection we will ever have to power, our relationship to Mother Earth. We must not become confused. We must not become confused and deceived by their illusions. There is no such thing as military power. There is only military terrorism. There is no such thing as economic power. There is only the e economic within these illusions, so we will believe they hold power in their hands, but they do not. All they know how to do is act in a repressive, brutal way. The power. We are a natural part of the earth. We are an extension of the earth. We are not separate from it. We are part of it. The earth is our mother. The earth is a spirit, and we are an extension of that spirit. We are spirit. We are power. They want us to believe that we have to believe in them, that we have to assume these consumer identities and these political identities, these religious identities and these racial identities. They want to separate us from our power. They want to separate us from who we are. Genocide. Genocide is just an intellectual way of saying murder because we live in a so-called, quote, civilized, industrialized world. Because this world is allegedly civilized and allegedly has laws, they can't go out and call it an act of murder murder anymore. They call it genocide to throw another illusion in our eyes. And they have limited our ability to see the necessity of our survival because they want us to believe that genocide just means physical extinction. We must consider the spiritual genocide that they commit against us. The spiritual genocide that white people have been victimized for thousands of years. The spiritual genocide that told them not to respect the earth. The spiritual genocide that told them not to respect the life that is the earth, but to pay all their tribute through the churches to God in heaven, that heaven would take care of them in the afterlife. 
They tried to take and suppress our natural identity, our natural spiritual connection to the earth. We must move to the time when we truly understand our connections to real power, because these people who deal with illusions and imitations, these men who have attempted to, quote, improve upon nature, they want to keep us confused. They want to keep us confused with sexism and ageism, racism and class. They want to keep us in confusion so that we will continue to believe in one lie after another as they program them into our minds and into our society. Here is Emily Elbert with True Power. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Soak up the scandal, honey, drink up the diversion. Ignore the voices of the poor and sick and hurting. Here's to the one percent we're clearly more deserving. Almighty dollar is my lover and my savior. Transport my golden throne to 16 Pennsylvania. Truth is what is written in my favor. Silence 
Once the scientists, I'm sick of the sad opinions. Who needs clean air or soil when you've got bigly billions? That Mother Earth's like all those other nasty women. Try to repress, nevertheless, they are persistent. Days are numbered. In the name of self defense, I just want to tell you. Color boy says. That was all power to the people by Cola Boy. And here's some, some more of the, an excerpt of 
the speech by John Trudell. And I didn't mention this, but you can find this, or I found this, at historyisaweapon.com. There is no hope for the American political system. The ruling class, the exploitive 1% who control world economics today, are not going to change under the existing political rules. They are going to lie to us, and they are going to create the illusion of changes, and they are going to push one face after another in front of us, making promises. We have to understand our role as a natural power. We have to understand that when our oppressor treats us this way and does these things to us, we allow him to do it so long as we accept his lies. As long as we make excuses for his lies, as long as we tolerate his brutality, then we allow him to mistreat us. We have been allowing it too long. That's genocide. When I go around America and I see the bulk of the white people, they do not feel oppressed. They feel powerless. When I go amongst my own people, we do not feel powerless. We feel oppressed. We do not want to make the trade. We see the physical genocide they are attempting to inflict upon our lives, and we understand the psychological genocide they have already inflicted upon their own people. That this is the trade-off they want us to make for survival, that we become subservient to them, that we no longer understand our real connection to power, our real connection to the earth. Power. They can't stop the wind and they can't stop the rain. They can't stop the earthquake and the volcano and the tornado. They can't stop power. We are a spiritual connection to the earth. As individuals, we have power, and collectively, we have the same power as the earthquake, the tornado, and the hurricanes. We have that potential. We have that connection. We must be willing in our lifetime to deal with reality. It's not revolution we're after. It's liberation. We want to be free of a value system that is being imposed upon us. We do not want to participate in that value system. We don't want to change that value system. We want to remove it from our lives forever. Liberation. We want to be free. But in order for us to be free, we have to assume our responsibilities as power, as individuals, as spirit, as people. We're going to have to work at it. We're going to have to be committed to it. We must never underestimate our enemy. Our enemy is committed against us 24 hours a day. They use 100% of their efforts to maintain their materialistic status quo. 100% of their effort goes into deceiving us and manipulating us against each other. We have to devote our lives. We have to make our commitment. We have to follow a way of life that means we are going to resist forever. Here is Paris from the album The Devil Made Me Do It. This is Panther Power. So the concept is this, basically. The whole black nation has to be put together as a black army. And we're going to walk on this nation. We're going to walk on this racist power structure. And we're going to say to the whole damn government, 
pick them up, motherfucker. This is a hold-up. We come for what's ours. Yo, black is time to set stage and guidelines. Ten-point program, freeze the genocide. Round the posse to protect the people and regulate and keep straight demand. Clear the way for P-Dog and militant. Made the steering care for the indigent. Power to the people is a serious concept. Panthers proud when I say the step. Pigs today will end up like fray. Like cutting them, never letting them get in my way. So long nights what I won't be played like. Pigs at house niggas set my sight. Cock the gap back to Peter Pro Black. Arm the harm and alarm with the format. News going out to a racist cop. What? The first motherfucker steps up, gets shot. Panther power.
wrapping up our set of songs on Power. That was James Kennedy from the album Make Anger Great Again with the song The Power. Her few words from Joe Solo. Sticking with our theme, this is called Power. The album from, that this is from is called Why Are You So Angry? Collected Political Poems 2016 to 2018. Rich men have the power, so they like it to believe. Rich men, they know better. Rich men, they achieve. Us poor folk, well, we're worthless. Good for nothing but the blame. Numbers on their spreadsheets. Pawns within their game. But what if we stopped playing? If we didn't feed their greed? If we all stopped buying what we want and only what we need? Then we all went to the bank and drew our money out and said en masse, let's phone in sick next week and have a month in bed. The rich would soon stop laughing, see they'd lose and wonder how. And as one, we all could ask them, where's the fucking power now? And that will bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Andy Payne. Uh, probably three weeks ago and earlier, I had never heard of Andy Payne. Sorry, Andy. Um, but as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I have that link on at polyrical.com. You can send me a message. And Andy sent me a message. He had some questions about the logistics of the podcast. And he said, hey, I do some political music myself. Check it out. And so I did. And here we are. So there's a little blurb on Gulong, on GulgongFolkFestival.net. It's a, a two-sentence bio to get us started. For the last decade, Andy Payne has been roaming around the country, that country is Australia, with his acoustic guitar, playing his folk punk protest songs everywhere, from pubs to lounge rooms, picket lines to forest blockades. His songs channel the DIY spirit of punk and folk sense of music as a vehicle for social change. He makes audiences think, laugh, and leave believing in the possibilities of a better world. And here's a couple of sentences that uh, Andy posted on Bandcamp. You can find andypain.bandcamp.com. You can find Andy's music there. And here's um, a couple of notes on his most recent album, the politics of possibility. Changing anything, our lives, our relationships, our society, means venturing into the unknown. The social status quo and the oppressive ideologies survive based on a fear of what could be lurking around the corner. But to improve our world means embracing new possibilities. It means imagination, creativity, disappointment, acceptance that we don't know everything. But it also means looking around you and knowing the way things are is not necessarily how they must remain. It means believing always that a different, better world is possible. And when I'm talking about an artist, when I'm introducing you to the artist of the episode, I always like to find something in that artist's words, own words. So usually I, I look for uh, interviews online that have some insightful responses from the the artist that let us know a little bit more about who they are a little bit more about what they think 
in the case of Andy, Andy has a whole blog full of writing. Andy's a, a terrific writer, I would say journalist, um, on all kinds of topics, on, on music, on activism, on, you know, fighting on the front lines of, of against things like Adani's uh, Carmichael mine in Australia, about um, space and what what a sense of space and what spaces and places mean in our lives, about other activists, all kinds of really terrific topics, which made it both easier and more difficult to find some pieces to share with you to kind of get a little bit of insight into Andy. This is a piece he published on October 1, 2017. Anarchy means DIY. Upon discovering that I call myself an anarchist, people give me different reactions. Many are curious about what that means, to which I say it means I'm against any person having control over another, whether that is physically, economically, or socially. It means I want to work towards a world where people have more control over their own lives and less over others. Maybe, unsurprisingly, the conversation then often turns to what an anarchist society would look like. How would decisions be made? What would you do about crime? Would there be any borders or private property? This is all fair enough. I mean, you want to interrogate ideas by asking questions. Plus, visions of an alternative society help stimulate our imaginations as to what is possible and what we want to work towards. But in a way, these questions are a bit annoying because I think they miss the point on why anarchism is relevant as an ideology. Because anarchy, without rulers, doesn't begin on some distant day when we somehow manage to convince everyone who currently holds power over others to give it up. Anarchy is a philosophy relevant and revolutionary to our lives right now. The idea of anarchy at its most basic, without rulers, leads us intuitively to the conclusion that no one can give it to us or do it for us. No one is in a better position than us to put it into practice. So this means to start living it out, we don't need to wait for anyone's directions or consent. But more than that, it means why would we want to? The minute we cede the terms of anarchy to anyone else, we might as well give up on it. Now, you might point out here that it's not as easy as just announcing a personal state of anarchy while there are vast structures of power held in place by the forces of the state. You might also say that as a white male in one of the world's richest countries, I have to be conscious that even the freedoms available to me are not necessarily there for everyone. And in saying that, you would be correct. To really struggle for a world of more level power structures means working to dissemble the inequalities that currently exist especially the ones that consciously or not give me power over others. To do this undoubtedly hard work and means real reflection on what our world is really like and how we can change it. And by its very nature, I see these changes taking place right now by ordinary people willing to take up anarchism's challenge for not deferring responsibility to anyone else, but rather doing it ourselves. From the album, Start Your Own Revolution, here is the song, Don't Just Sit Waiting.
your wristband What a Facebook page What else is there left to do now But sit and wait for the world to change Well sit on a road Sit in a tree Sit locked onto a piece of machinery Sit with your friends and plan out your dreams But don't just sit waiting I could wish I was punk rocker with flowers in my hair But if I'm not near the action now I probably wouldn't have been then Sit on a road, sit in a tree Sit down and occupy an office building Sit with your friends and plan out your dreams But don't just sit waiting Videos on YouTube 
habits that will force families to stop. Then we'll do anything to try to convince us we're on the same side. Well, I won't give up the freedoms my ancestors fought for. I won't support your troops in another foreign war. I won't suspect every stranger I meet. I won't surrender to your politics of fear. I believe we're all part of the one human race I believe in equality, generosity I believe in solidarity, not corporate greed I won't give up the freedoms my ancestors fought for I won't support your troops in another foreign war I won't believe everything I read I won't surrender To your politics of fear And that was Politics of Fear off the album Symbiosis. Here's part of a piece published on October 23, 2019 called Science, Magic, and the Climate Crisis. Amongst those trying to stop the climate crisis, there is a tendency to think that science is the thing that will get us there. Studies are routinely commissioned, new reports constantly published. Scientists of all kinds are developing ideas to combat climate change, from renewable electricity to bioengineering, and plenty of things in between. There's also a kind of social science used to try to stop climate change. The science of campaigning and movement building. It's a broad field, this one, from the study of key power brokers for lobbying to which links in the chain are most susceptible to protest action, from the science of social media traction and effective fundraising to the logistics of relationships. Quote, the most important tool you have is your story, says a big environmental organization. So they teach you a template for weaving the tale of how you got woke to climate change into any conversation. Even Extinction Rebellion, which would seem to be a long way from this kind of thinking, has a kind of hypothesis underlying its methodology. The movement quotes Erica Chenoweth's statistic that 3.5% of the population protesting will lead to social change, as if it's one of Newton's three laws of motion. All of these things contain elements of wisdom that can help. But ultimately, social change is not easily reduced to scientific theory. Like understanding why it is happening, trying to stop climate change will require engaging with some of the mystical and unseen realms. We need philosophers who can help us grapple with the existential crisis of a human-caused phenomenon that is inextricably tied to our health and well-being, yet threatens our very existence. We need artists to illuminate, to provoke, and to help us imagine new possibilities the cli-fi authors that engage us in a world beyond our here and now, the nature photographers who can depict the effects of climate change and reveal the beautiful and fragile ecosystems we are threatening, the songwriters who call us to action, the conceptualists who encourage us to look at ourselves and our world in new ways. 
We need activists whose acts of courage and creativity inspire others to insert themselves as active players in the political process, whose willingness to confront power brings to the surface the tensions that stop us taking effective climate action. We need relationships that go beyond the self-interested exploitation that when expanded to a broad scale has truly disastrous consequences. Acts of love and care that show the possibilities of lives lived in pursuit of mutual aid and not selfish gain. We need empathy and understanding of those who think differently. Forgiveness to deal with the complicity of us all in this crisis. Integrity to inspire us to more and hold us accountable to doing better. We need all this and more. More things I haven't listed here because I'm limited by my own perspective. More things that no one has even thought of yet. Understanding the world we live in requires a bit of observation and a bit of imagination. A bit of science and a bit of magic. Changing the world will require the same. And from his newest album, The Politics of Possibility, this is Andy Payne with your mission. I woke up one morning with a message on my phone. An unready mail note on the table, a letter in the post. It was written in the sky, I could sense it in the air. Said I've been trying to reach you. Is there anybody there? It said you, human of the 21st century, have been chosen by the hand of destiny, your mission. Should you choose to accept it is to stop climate change and save the planet. I must admit at first I didn't know how to take it After all I hadn't even eaten my breakfast I'd never been entrusted with a mission before Besides that time my boss left early and asked me to lock up the store Now that I think about it, I've been waiting for this Chance to leave behind the daily grind for something significant With temperatures and oceans rising, ecosystems in collapse some say it's all too late, I say, this is our chance. I say we, humans of the 21st century, have been chosen by the hand of destiny, our mission. Should we choose to accept it is to stop climate change. Save the planet Now I'm looking at the world Through a brand new set of eyes Being on a mission Gotta get my focus right Things that once seemed normal Are now cause for alarm Like our carbon crazy world Intent on self-destruction So I'm using solar power I'm eating less meat 
I'm reducing, reusing and recycling I got out of my car and I got onto a bike Got on the streets to demand we stopped digging those mines My friends and family, you know, they just don't understand They say you used to be so normal, now you're out rocking cold trains I say don't you feel conflicted, don't you just find it boring Sleepwalking while the world burns when you could be on a mission I say we Humans of the 21st century have been chosen By the hand of destiny our mission Should we choose to accept it is to stop climate change Save the planet of the world It's in poverty amidst the wastefulness of wealth Since species go extinct our planet die Tried to piece back together broken lives It's enough to make you angry is justified But anger never helped me To put anything right In a world where so much is so wrong What we need is not anger, it's action Punk music I love said anger isn't
And wrapping up our set of Andy Payne songs, that was also from the album The Politics of Possibility. That was anger. There's so much out there that can make us angry. So many decisions being made by others, by by people quote-unquote in power. Um, So much of the underlying structures that support our economic and, and social systems that are harmful harmful to people, harmful to the planet, that can absolutely uh, make us feel angry. And and I think those are natural feelings in response to those kinds of things. And we just need to make sure that we take that anger and try to use that as a fuel to power our activism, power our response, power our actions that we're taking to improve this world that we share. Here is Dan and Claudia Zanes from the album Let Love Be Your Guide. This is coming down. to love. 
there's a dance tonight Are you coming down? There's a dance tonight Are you coming down? There's a dance tonight Are you coming down? Someday we could all be free Someday we could all be free Un día seremos And that will just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can follow Polyrical on Twitter, at Polyrical. And you'll find all the back episodes of Polyrical at Polyrical.com. You'll also find those links there to send me a message if you want to reach out. Let me know what you like, what you didn't like. Tell me about something that I might have missed. I miss a heck of a lot. You can also listen to this podcast and all my other podcasts. I do some other podcasts as well. Uh, You can listen to all of those playing 24-7 randomly at movingtrainradio.com. The Muslims have a new album out. I actually played the title track from it when it was released prior to the album's full release. But now that that full album is out, here's another song from the album, Fuck these fucking fascists. This is John McCain's ghost sneaks into the White House and teabags the president. Thanks for listening. John McCain's ghost sneaks into the White House and teabags the president.